0: um hi everyone uh you're listening to my good bad brain which is a podcast about mental health and being a person uh happy new year i'm you know what i'm doing this this is like the on the road version uh if you dig the pod leave a nice review and uh also check out patreon.com slash my good bad brain Throw us some bucks there in the new year if you feel like it. Uh, And then, you know, here comes the acapella theme song, On the Road Edition, okay? Welcome to my good bad brain. I'm a normal person, so I'm insane. I've got depression and ADHD, but I'm doing better since I medicated me. I'm still not always sure whether I exist or what being a person even really is. But I figured out a long time ago that being alive is beautiful. Oh. <laughs> on the road edition. Getting the backup here from the kokui frogs. Kokui, 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 kokui. Anyway, um, I'm in Hawaii, uh, which is cool. Hawaii is interesting. I have never been here before uh, until this last couple of months. My mom's moved out here now. She's building a place to do yoga retreats and such, and it's pretty wild. Um, I always associated Hawaii with like you know uh, resorts and things, which I guess is ironic to say that while my mom's kind of trying to build something like that. But it's hers. It's more. It's more rural than I expected. It's really like it's totally off the grid. There's like all solar power and rain catchment and. Propane is like, you know, run anything that needs heat. Um, yeah, it's like, it's just wilder than I expected. So, you get a wild and raw version to start off the new year while well, I'm here before I get back in LA. Uh, replete with the sounds of the jungle at night. And all the frogs and lizards and crickets and whatnot. Um, New year. It's a new goddamn year. Uh, and so I thought we'd talk about resolutions a little bit, or I would. This is obviously going to be a solo app. Chilling out here. Um, Resolutions. I thought I would do a thing where I kind of like went through resolutions I made last year and see if I did them. Because I think people make a big deal about resolutions, and it, it goes back and forth if it's cool to like make fun of them and be like, oh, resolutions. No one keeps resolutions in order to genuinely do them. And I don't know. I really love New Year rituals, you know, whether it's like the burn things and let it go kind of thing or just setting intentions and goals and examining what's what's going to happen in your life. And I think I like it because I didn't for so long. You know, we talk about this thing uh, on here a lot, this idea of, like, does it serve me? And I've been thinking about that a lot while I'm here, um, surrounded by a lot of, you know, my mom's really in these, like, consciousness uh, kind of circles and doing some workshops out here around different kinds of, like, spiritual and mental and emotional explorations. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a time. Plus, being around your family is such a thing. And this past year has been really a big one for me. Doing this podcast was a big part of this last year for me of, of trying to be a better version of myself for myself, you know, so that life doesn't feel so fucking horrible all the time, that I'm not acting in defiance of it and these sort of like crazy ups and downs of chasing reprieve from the pain and the mania and the anxiety of existence through, you know, various... Ugh, ugh, uh, orgiastic states. I think Eric Fromm called them, you know, different, anything to pull me out of. not to mention getting real about the fact that I, um, have ADHD and, uh, you know, depression in a weird way, depression was like obvious or something, even though I didn't go to a psychiatrist about it. Um, and it's been lovely to be medicated for that and be like examining that more and, and getting some help chemically just to figure some of that out. And I've definitely had way less, just like crippling periods this past year. Um, but the ADHD stuff is really huge and profound. I'm, I'm started another book about it, um, examining my situation and realizing it's just such a well-researched, uh, thing. And This past year has been one of a lot of changes and positive things that have really, really taken root in a real way. And I, I guess I'm just saying this to sort of, like, encourage everybody listening to, like, go ahead and fucking participate in your own life, you know, and participate in this idea of goal setting and resolutions. It doesn't matter if you, like, fuck up and break it in a week or whatever. Just I think it really makes a difference for us to hold these, like, visions of ourselves for ourselves, like, just even working to imagine a version of life that doesn't hurt so fucking bad uh, has its own power, and you can really, like, follow through on that. And so I wanted to reflect. Basically, I did I I don't know. Last year was weird. Last New Year's, I remember I was sitting there on New Year's uh, Eve at my buddy's restaurant at the time, and me and, uh, and you know, we are going to do our toast to drink, and my buddy... Uh, my roommate, you know, Jason, he was like, I I think he'd had like a really intense drinking night just a few nights before in New York and sitting there, we're getting ready to toast and we're sipping alcohol, but like not getting crazy drunk, but you know, we just drank all the time. And and he was like, I think I'm going to stop drinking for a while. And I said, Oh, how long? And he goes, I kind of like indefinitely. And I just instinctively said, yeah, me too because I was drinking so much, so casually. And there was something about that new year that just felt like ready. I had been on a little bit of mental health uh, medication for a couple months at that point uh, for the first time in my life there's something about it that just felt right to go like yeah i gotta make some changes and i remember on the first day of 2019 doing this instagram post and i took a selfie in the front seat of my car and i remember i i looked tired i felt tired i felt just unhealthy and unwell and so i wrote this sort of resolution of myself that was honestly kicked off by that conversation the night before about like, I'm not gonna, I think, yeah, me too. I'm not gonna drink. In my head, I said it as like a year. I'm just not gonna drink for the year. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read my Instagram resolution thing that I put out public that felt good to do last year. And I'm gonna kind of like go through and see what I did and if I did it and how I think that helped or not. Because, well, I think it does, uh, as it turns out. And uh, by the way, there may be a little interruptions here and there because, um, you know, people are going to come up and down the the porch of the house while I'm recording. And hey, guys, Hi. what's up? Sorry, I'm just doing podcasting, but I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I, I knew I'd be out here. It's not like a bad thing. Um. Anyway, uh. Here we go. I wrote, dear Jer Bear, on this the first of 2018. Jiu-jitsu, lifting, jujitsu jitsu lifting, jiu-jitsu, drink water, lots of water. Why do all of these include water? Who cares? Drink water, gallon of water a day, no more gluten. It makes you shit too much and unpleasantly. Fuck off gluten. No alcohol, no alcohol, no alcohol. Alcohol only makes you sad and bloated now. You already learned everything those spirits had to teach you. No alcohol. Stretch casually and constantly. Row a thousand meters upon waking every day. Oh, go to sleep. Read to sleep. Instead of staring at blue light until you pass out Write every day Just get it out of your head, baby boy Write poems and pilots Finish editing The Hundred and put it online Write one feature Maybe two, but at least one Film something big and weird And only you could make Film it in August Sing more songs Film more readings Draw more dumb t-shirts Put together stupid, boring, administrative things Like websites and reels Drink lots of coffee Eat fish Eat vegetables Eat fuck-tons of vegetables Show up for your family Make your family business happen. Be useful the way only you can be useful. Talk to your sister and dad and grandmas more. Just fucking shine, Jair Bear. Be a monster living out, quote, unattainable goals. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. The unicorn never showed up and said, hop on. Let's go where you'll never have problems again because unicorns don't exist. What exists is love and struggle and laughter and the sheer pleasure of living in your absurd bones. Live there. Take what you've learned in 32 years of this body and see what it can do if you really drive it like you fucking stole it. You're already tired all the time. Be tired for a reason. All right. All right. All right. Jared Bear. All right. Jarrett, Jarrett writing to Jarrett, talking to him, talking. This is right now Jarrett talking to Jarrett about something Jarrett wrote to Jarrett. So I hope you find it interesting. <laughs> but I'm going to go through and we're going to see. Like this was it one year ago today. Jiu-jitsu lifting, jiu-jitsu lifting, jiu-jitsu lifting. Um, I did... More, I did do—so all of these things are, like, not as huge as I would have liked, I guess, quote-unquote. It wasn't, like, this huge religious thing where I was like, I'm just the, doing it all the time consistently, no setbacks, always progressing, always disciplined things. I really would like to be doing more jiu-jitsu than I do. That being said, I did get a bronze medal at the Pan American Games last year at Ivy JJF on the flu, all this stuff, which felt great at Purple Belt. I got promoted to Brown Belt last year, which is like a huge fucking accomplishment, like 12 or 13 years of jiu-jitsu. I'm in a deep love affair with jiu-jitsu. So I really, I'm happy about that. I've followed through with that. And every single day, jiu-jitsu informs my life. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about it on here. I'm working on some little workshoppy ideas about like trauma and mental health healing using jiu-jitsu. I mean, yeah, so cool. Set that intention, and I would say stuck to it in a decent amount. Lifting. Um, I did do a bunch of lifting this year. I did like one particular phase of like an intense fitness kick for like six weeks where I was like measuring all my food. I was going to the gym a lot. I decided that lifestyle wasn't really sustainable for me at this point or that style of thing. That being said, I definitely like entered some new phase of interaction with me and my body and some realizations like this next episode of the podcast actually that's going to come up is an interview with uh, a friend who uh, was telling me about having eating disorders and I really have... I think entered a new phase of negotiation and understanding with my physical form and how I treat it and how I think about it. And the lifting is part of that, like that adjusting thing. So, you know, I feel good about my physical life at this point. I'm pretty active, uh, moving on, uh, water. Why do these drink water? Oh, the water thing started a little bit as a joke where like every podcast here, I end with like self care and hydrate, self care and hydrate and doing this like, you know, walk cause this is never a bad idea. Um, Oh, hello, Adam. Um, um, like I said, people walk it through sometimes. Um, the water, so it started as a joke, but it's, it really is like, somebody even said in the, one of the last episodes of the, uh, the, the, um, the last one, the holiday advice episode, someone was saying, I just have a drink, a glass of water. When things get bad, I just like do it. It's like a weird little break from my mind. The water is just important. You can feel it like helping you. It sounds so funny. Um, I think I'm going to redouble my efforts. I definitely did not do a gallon of water. I did do a gallon of water day for periods of time. And every time I do, I feel way more better. I pee a lot. And so I'm just going to say pro water all the time. No more gluten. All right, whatever. That just means about like eating healthier. I did not eat gluten for a lot of the year. Um, and then I, I just don't, I did blood testing and found out it's not gluten. And like my relationship with food is so fucking mental. Um, more about that I guess will come up but um so yes this idea of no gluten was really just that you shit too much and unpleasantly thing was trying to get that under control and I have a really boring revelation about that just these last few weeks that I'll come to in a moment uh fuck off gluten yeah no alcohol dude this is the biggest one I didn't drink (laughs) the whole fucking year. Um, there are caveats to that. I drank one night. I, I think I, I called two times that I drank. One night was a real drinking night because Miles, who's been on this podcast, I think this is the second episode, is a wonderful chef. He was nominated for a James Beard Award, and I went out to Chicago to um, be there for that while... Uh, he was nominated and potentially gonna win, and he did not win, but you know it doesn't fucking matter being nominated is like such a huge fucking honor that's really the win in itself and uh and he was like, "I would like to drink, and I was like, "Of course, dude, let's drink uh, and that felt very like ritual and magical and important and the next morning, I was like, yeah, I don't miss this i don't it's not a problem so one time I did that, and then one day at a dinner with my dad and my grandparents. Uh, I had one glass of red wine and I regretted it immensely. I'm I'm really bummed that I did that, and I consider that bad. But otherwise, like and that was like it didn't feel pressured. It was just like yeah, sure. And I was just like, Ugh, I hate this. I just hate this whole situation. It was just Chicago at the time was like a vortex of badness, and felt like that was the only time that felt like Ugh, I don't like this. But otherwise. Honestly, it was not hard, and it was, like, a 100% life improver in terms of, like, depression, mental, whatever. Like, just fuck it, dude. Don't need it. I I may, like, allow a little bit back in my life uh, from time to time now, but I don't even think I'm going to. So I feel good about that. I think, like, setting that one out is fucking dope. For any of us who are struggling with mental health stuff, oof, alcohol is so fucking insidious. I really, really suggest If you find yourself drinking a lot, casually, just try to cut that shit out. Because I wasn't drinking like a fucking maniac before. It was just like every day, several drinks easily. And if I was doing a night of like writing or chilling, I could kill like half a bottle of scotch without thinking about it and barely feel drunk, you know? It was just like bad for me, just slowing my whole system down and making me sad. So, that feels good. My body feels better and fuck alcohol. Good shit. Um... Yeah. That's what I was saying. Uh, cause the next line was like, you've already, you know, learned everything these spirits had to teach you. Um, cause I do think there are appropriate times for alcohol. I just don't. And this is the other thing. I didn't do it like in a 12 step way. And I was like, if I was like with foodie friends or something, or someone had some special thing and was like, "Will you, and I would go like, and have like a little, little elf sips, you know, like, and, uh, be like, Oh, that's very good. Thank you. But I would just didn't drink. And it was like. Great, okay, so that's that. I'm just very proud of that one. No alcohol, and it fucking really did it for the year, and it wasn't even hard. I remember times in my life when going thirty days without alcohol was fucking hard. You know what I mean? I was like, ah, I wish I could be drinking, and I was really wonderful to not feel that i I wish for everybody who maybe is using alcohol to medicate a little bit. you know, give it a shot without see just i it's ah, rewarding, okay, um moving on, moving on from alcohol. uh, I said stretch casually and constantly. Row a thousand meters upon waking every day. <laughs> I did not do that. Uh, I have had the realization that I might be a morning person. I've been waking myself up earlier this last quarter of the year, I would say, and that feels good. Stretch casually and constantly. I do do a lot of weird stretching and stuff, so that's mm, we'll leave that in there. But the row thousand meters upon waking every day did not happen. Uh, but it might be a thing to reapproach in the new year. I don't know. I do like getting up early. It feels pretty great. I mean, I started that like early morning boxing thing for a bunch of the later part of the year. And that, that feels dope. Um, go to sleep, read to sleep instead of staring at blue light. Uh, didn't really do well at this. Um, although I did read a lot in the last, like on this trip, I've read like six or 700 pages for, I don't know, something like something, 500 pages, I think, um, of book. And it feels fucking awesome honestly. It's like, uh, I was, it's just, I played a bunch of Magic the Gathering too. And I was saying like Magic the Gathering feels like the reading of video games. I just, I highly recommend everybody. It felt like it was feeding my brain. It's like the blue light really fucks you up at night. Um, that's something to get better at in the new year. Also, I, audiobooks, I have been using audiobooks and I do like to sleep to people talking. Um, I, I fall asleep very quickly too, but it's just something I found I really enjoy. Even podcasts, it's really weird. Um, or I'd put like, uh, documentaries on, like, old history documentaries, and I just find them so soothing, and I can't explain. I just like voices, I guess. Maybe I'm, like, a little ASMR, but, um, I do think it's important not to stare at the, at the light, you know? So, we'll, we'll look at sleep hygiene more in the new year. Write every day. I did write a lot this year. Um, I don't think I wrote every day, but, making my way through a new screenplay, uh, wrote a lot of poems, I submitted poems for publishing. I just did the 100 online in the poem corner. I, they're not all done yet, but and I'm not super as consistent as I should be with it, but the 100, the poems are happening and getting out in the world, and that feels fucking great, and all the writing felt really good. This is the other thing I was really proud of this year, why I wrote, write one feature, maybe two, but at least one, film something big and weird, and only you can make film it in August. This was fucking weird because... I ended up getting that job making that Nickelodeon, uh, web series thing. And that was. Wonderful, And I wrote the whole thing with the assistance of uh, Brent Coble. We wrote together, but I did a ton of writing and idea, ideating on that. Most of it. Um, I, yeah, I, well, well, yeah, Brent and I wrote it together, but he was like busy. He was like the exec on it. So he would like do notes and help out and made everything sharper and better. And, but I really did get to do a lot of stuff dumping out of my head and then make basically the equivalent of like a small feature, like a very hyper low budget feature. And so I was like, it's weird. It was a weird, this is, I guess the weird woo woo magic of the idea of a resolution. Was like I set this goal at the beginning of the year to do this thing, and it happened. It happened in a little bit of a different form, you know. It was it had specific parameters and to serve a specific audience and for a specific company, but it was like a really, you know, it was that rewarding experience of directing the biggest thing I've directed. I haven't directed anything that took like that much consistent time, like seven or six or seven days of like, you know, directing for a whole, b- eh, so that was kind of amazing. And that's like probably the biggest thing I was proud of this year in terms of creativity, uh, which is fucking rad. Um, poems and pilots. Uh, well, we have this, this pilot that Zeke and i been doing with this, uh, Karate City thing, that's, I don't know, there's some of that manifestation too. We did the Austin Film Fest thing, and that was like, it's getting nice scores on the blacklist now, and hopefully, you know, some momentum happens with it. It just feels wonderful, like putting our stuff out in the universe. So, I'm going to say, yeah, fucking did that too. And it felt good. Um, let's see. Film more readings. I didn't really do that. Sing more songs. I did do that. I started teaching myself piano and wrote a song, which maybe I will share with the world sometime. It was a gift to Allie for Christmas because we had like a no spend money rule. And I wrote her a song and it, it made me really happy to like write my first song totally by myself. So that, that happened. Um, film more readings. Yeah, I did the Instagram corner. That's what I- Draw more dumb t-shirts. I didn't do this, but I should. Maybe drawing T-shirts will be like a my new Patreon reward or something like that because I did finally finish all the Patreon portraits, and that has to do with more of this like ideating for my new year or something like making our things happen. I don't know. All right, well, whatever. So we did that. That's fucking crazy because these are things. Also, I want to just reiterate: like, I didn't think throughout the year, am I doing this? Am I doing this? I'm doing this. I just said I fucking wanted to do it and also in that first month of january i remember i wrote like a plan like a, a rough schedule of like when goals had to be hit and you know seeing them like happen unconsciously sort of a lot of them is dope um more stupid boring ministry of websites and reels well there is a i think you can go i'm gonna go try right now to jaredsleeper.com <laughs> and i think it's up but i don't think think there's anything, oh, no, wait, hold on, wait, I, wrong. I, I think it's up, and there's, I just have to, like, update it, it's just a picture of me looking really French, I think, um, but, whatever, that's, that tedious shit is really hard for me, <laughs> yeah, check out jaredsleeper.com, oh, that's so, f- Fucking funny, dude. Yeah, check out com. Um, I'll keep working on that. So, I'm happy I did that. Made some reels. That administrative stuff's so hard for me and is definitely part of my, like, resolutions for this year of, like, trying to get my fucking business life together and do things that i hate that are hard for my adhd brain but as i understand more of how my adhd brain works you're like oh okay this is this is treatable this is doable it's not just like that you hate it or that you're lazy it's like a thing so all right we'll we'll get better at admin in the year all of us together we're gonna get better at our dumb business admin shit you know <laughs> chase that paper boy uh let's see drink lots of coffee, did that, eat fish, didn't do a ton of that, I should eat more fish, okay, eat vegetables, eat fuck tons of vegetables, this is the gluten thing I was talking about, I feel so silly, like, these last few weeks, staying with my mom, they, they live vegan out here, and it feels really nice, I'm not gonna fucking lie, <laughs> just eating a lot of vegetables really is magical, and I'm taking it with me when I go back home, I'm, like, gonna definitely adjust to eating a lot more vegetables, it just feels so good, and you're, body. My, after I stopped having horrible diarrhea after getting here, um, my bowels have been like a million times better. So vegetables, everybody, let's eat fucking vegetables and drink water in the new year. Okay. Easy, easy peasy self care. Uh, show up for your family, make family business happen. Yeah, this was good. This was good. I think family business shook out how it was supposed to. My family had a lot of like really real moments with each other about money and business and things and figuring out what we're all doing and how we're enabling each other in codependent fucked up ways. So I'm just going to leave that one at that for now and say, we made family business happen the way it was supposed to. Talk to your sister and dad and grandmas more. Did that. I can keep doing that more. And then, um, yeah. Oh, sorry. We got more people coming through. Hey, guys. Hey, Becca Connor. Hello. I'm, I, I, there we go. More people coming through. This is like the best thing about having this family holiday situation. is just like the constant presence of everybody. It's like lovely. Um, Did that Monster living at Unattainable goals Um, Yeah A little bit I did it for periods of time I think I might try this again A little bit in the new year But in a more casual way I just think I'm so impressed By like The Rock And stuff And these people Who like get up At three in the morning Or whatever And grind out their workouts Every day uh, that's what I mean By unattainable goals Um, You know So we'll see I don't know Maybe Um, Stop waiting Stop waiting Stop waiting the unicorn never showed up and said, Hop on, let's go where you'll never have problems again because unicorns don't exist. What exists is love and struggle and laughter and the sheer pleasure of living in your absurd bones. Live there. Take what you've earned at 32. Now 33 years of this body and see what it can do if you really drove it like you fucking stole it. You're already tired all the time. Be tired for a reason. Love it. Um, You know, not bad. Not bad. You know, I don't think I like burned all the rubber or anything. Um, but I don't think it's necessary. I think I've got, like, a little bit more of a nuanced view of that, that maybe maybe this, like, glorifying or, like, burning yourself out thing isn't, like, necessary, you know? All right. Well, I, I didn't... That's, like, a little bit tooting my own horn, I guess, to, like, go through and do this, but fuck it, dude. It's my good, bad brain. That's how it works. And the reason I'm doing it is to say, like, as we enter this new year, I'm reflecting on the last one, and I really, like... Uh, this honestly happened because my little brother, like halfway through the year, asked me about this. And he was like, hey, remember those things that we were doing? All the things we said we were going to do at the beginning of the year? I was like, yeah. He's like, D- have you like checked in with that or where you're at? And I felt like annoyed because I was like, I knew it was going to be like, I didn't do any of it. And I was going to feel bad. But then we checked and he's like, you're kind of doing it. And I was like, Whoa. I was like, I fucking kind of am. And it meant, I think like there's something kind of powerful in a ritual kind of way, in a manifesty way of just writing it down. Like take some time this week, this weekend, whatever. And just like, I think it's scary to say the things that we want. I think it's scary to say like we want to be prosperous and we want to feel happy to be alive. Especially when we have like disordered uh, mental things like, our identity can be so wrapped up in our pain, like who we are is our pain, who we are is our, you know, electric mania, who we are is like these things. And you're worried if you lose it, you'll lose yourself. Like, I, I, I know that feeling of like hating the, Pain, like like being like oh I'm so fucking depressed all the time And it's so horrible and hard to be alive I don't want to be alive All the memes about like we all want to be dead And all that shit And we get to laugh about it and share it in this weird Like grotesque way And the fear that if I became happy I would be stupider somehow And that I would like Lose my creativity And that I would lose my identity And I'm going to tell you right now That's all fucking bullshit um even the antidepressants that I took I was worried about them I thought I wouldn't be able to access creativity or electricity about being alive and that was wrong All that happens is I can like get out of bed more often Um I know they can change uh, different things for different people and whatever you know I think we all got to be careful and pay attention to our stuff but there is something like we're allowed to feel better and Obviously, external help is so fucking important. Getting help from professionals, getting help from doctors, whatever. But I do believe at the end of the day, kind of like what Nick said about the trauma stuff, like the only one who can heal you is you. And no doctor is ever going to give as much a shit about you as you are able to give about yourself. You know what I mean? You're the one who has to live in your body and in your brain and your heart every day and in your life. And uh, I think it's really lovely to know That we can affect that. And I'm such a fucking broken record saying the most obvious shit. But like this year, man, did it to some degree. My life's not perfect. The big one I got to figure out this year is, honestly, finances. I've been getting really real about, like, money trauma. Like, why I seem to waste it when I have it. Why I can't plan for it. Why it seems so mysterious to me how to, like, bridge those gaps and get jobs between the big jobs. And, you know what I mean? Like, money's hard in, like, gig economy America. Especially for some weirdo creative thing like I am. Where, like, you know, creative career is, like, so feast or famine. But I got a decent gig to kick off in uh, January. I have a great working partnership, uh, going are like, with like a great little production company, you know, set up. We got some potential gigs in the pipeline. I feel positive about that. I'm doing more podcasting. I think I'm going to start a new podcast, which is very unrelated to this one. I'm going to keep this one going, obviously, but, um, well, it's, it is related and it's not, I don't know. You'll guys find out about it as it comes out, but like, I feel set up to fix some shit and getting real about that with my family, you know, like money, you know, money's like the other thing talking about money is like as stigmatized as talking about mental health problems, talking about money problems, you know what I mean? Maybe you should just do like more episodes about that or find some, find some people who know what the fuck they're talking about in terms of like money trauma and mental health and whatever. I got a book that I downloaded uh, about ADHD and money. I'm psyched to read and check out too, see what that has to say, because a lot of the other ADHD stuff I've been reading is like, whew, that is a well-researched disorder, which I really was thinking I love the word disorder. It's like so much better than like mental illness or whatever. And I'm not one to like get, you know, obviously I'm, you know, on the record here I say things like, oh, I'm crazy, I'm stupid, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I just use it because it's like, it's glib and I love language and I'm a poet and blah, 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 blah. So I'm not like precious about the words. But disorder is, like, so lovely because I... Ugh, now I'm going to say I'm exactly the thing I said, the opposite of. I don't f- feel ill mentally, you know? Unless I'm, like, doing it as a gag and i was going to be like, I'm fucking sick in the head or whatever like that. I don't feel like I have mental illness. I do have a disorder. Like, meaning I can recognize that um, neurotypical uh, minds have a certain order. They seem to place things in, or they seem to be like ordered in. And this idea that my priorities or instincts or chemicals just have like a different order, a disorder. Um, I like that. I just like love thinking about that. Kind of like the word disease is dis ease that like your body, like if you have a disease, it's hardship. It's like a dis, it's something that's like not easy. I really, um, like that. And Interacting with those kind of like that kind of vocabulary about oneself. There's this wonderful body worker out here in Hawaii that works on my mom, and uh, I, I have some sessions with her, and she's amazing. And like, you can't hide anything from her. She like maybe unclasped my hands. I was like, all right, let's get out of protection mode. And I almost fucking cried, just laying on the table. I was like, damn, can't hide from you, know Wow, and um. Yeah, and also, like, great yoga teacher's girl, Lauren. I've been, like, getting this amazing yoga classes out here. It's just it's been great. But uh, anyway, uh, when one thing that working with Diana was, like, changing language around oneself with your body, not being like, oh, I haven't been doing that as much as I should. I know you gave me that exercise last time. I haven't been doing it. And she said, like, well, you know, maybe try, try, like, uh, try like, I'd like to make more space for that. I'd like to make more room to do some more of that. I'd like to do some more of that instead of just, like, I'm not doing it I'm not doing it and basically a lot of just language shifts around not treating your body like a problem and yourself like a problem and I think that's so profound it's like in yoga classes too being like not being like I'm so my fucking hamstrings are too tight I can't get this no your body's not a problem your body's where it's at and your mind is where it's at and your heart is where it's at and that's not a problem you know what I mean it's just where it is And that if it's causing you pain, I think that's a problem. And you can like, maybe sort of like shift around that and be like, if I don't like this, if I can look at my situation and be like, I don't like the pain I'm in every day and the depression or whatever, the anxiety I'm feeling every day. And then being like, I'm going to do some stuff to try to change it. And even that, you know, maybe your resolution is just like, I want to be happier this year. I want to like Figure out things to be happier. And you can start checking out basic things in the box. How am I eating? How am I sleeping? Am I drinking enough water? Basic shit. Am I doing exercise? You know what I mean? Getting those blood pumping, those muscles working, the metabolism spiking, you know, being happy. Like start with basic silly habits like that, you know? Do things that make you feel accomplished. Do one chore a day, one more chore a day. No zero days, you know? I don't know. Resolutions make a big difference, I think. And then I also think it's fucking good to put some big shit on there. What's like a big thing you want to do before you die? What's like a big fucking thing that you're like, yeah, maybe I'll do it when I'm older. Maybe I'll do it in my 40s or whatever, or my 50s, or my 60s, or my 70s, or 80s, or 90s, or whatever. Like maybe, maybe like one of those things, put it in this year. Say I'm going to do it. I'm working on this screenplay right now that uh, Zeke, my writing partner, and I are working on. And we did it because we had, like, nothing really on this calendar for December. And we had just come back from Austin Film and we were so, like, pumped up on it. And we were like, dude, let's just write something new in the next month or two. Let's just do it. And we worked for several weeks on this outline for a brand new idea, and we got it. And now we're, like, making our way through the script. And, you know, I I owe more pages than he does on it now. Um, But that kind of a thing, we're just like, just... Fucking put it out there. Just say, I'm going to do it. And if you have something like that, like, I want to write a book by this time, the mom does this exercise with me, and I think it's actually really helpful. But you're like, if you have a big goal, you, like, say what the goal is, and then you picture and imagine, like, all the things that would have to happen to get to that goal, and in what kind of timeline. So if you're like, I want to build a house or something like that, you couldn't just be like, and I want it to be done next week. Well, that's not going to happen. You would need to be like, well, I guess we need to get a foundation laid. And that would take um, a couple weeks and this kind of money and these kind of people. And so I'll, I'll put that. And that'll take like three weeks if I could get started like right away to get it all perfect. And then it would take another like, I don't know anything about fucking building houses. But like, and then it'll take me another probably like two, three, maybe a month to put like the framework up. You know, whatever it is. And you kind of like set out the the path and then you come to a date. So you don't just arbitrarily say when you want it done by, you come to when it is, you know? Or you can start with when you want it done and then back off from there and see if that's realistic and like how long things would take realistically. Um, but I think that, you know, uh, Jocelyn, I, I, Joslyn Davis, who I talked to on this podcast, she has this phrase she said to me in the past that I think is really great that her dad says, uh, she told me, she said that her dad always said, money follows vision. And I was thinking about that. That was coming back to me a lot. as I was thinking about like money stuff in the year and these people in my life and this feeling I've always had about like meritocracy doesn't fucking exist and money doesn't make any sense and some people get it and some people don't and who fucking knows. And I do think there's some truth to that, that we shouldn't beat ourselves up about the arbitrary nature of resources and late-stage capitalism, yes, and privilege and all this fucking shit, for sure. That's real. Don't feel so crazy. But in the same way with depression, ADHD, anxiety, where we can go, well, we know it's a brain chemistry thing. How much does it help me to think, right? How much does it serve me to think, ugh well, I'm just fucking stuck with this, I guess, nothing makes any sense, and my brain is just fucked, and the same thing with money, or whatever, I have these great ideas, I just don't have the resources to do them, I'll never get the resources to do them, they just don't happen to me, good things don't happen to me, I was thinking, that's one of the assumptions, that's one of the, like, attitudes I'm throwing out this fucking year, is that things don't work out, because they do, you know what I mean, like, I'm here, I'm alive, they're working out until, like, a rock falls out of the sky, and I fucking die, you know what I mean, and even then, it's, like, working out, doesn't, like, Fuck up the galaxy You know That was my wonderful Beautiful life A rock this guy, the me. That was it This was it That was my poem Anyway Does it serve me And I was looking around At people in my life Who like I always were like They get lucky breaks They get lucky breaks And I thought like Well do they get lucky breaks Or do they actually Like are they really good At that vision thing Like if they say I want to build a house It's not just like Oh I'm going to build a house Yeah I want to build a house they like have blueprints and they have a plan and they have a timeline and they have a budget and they're able to do that and communicate that vision. Then other people go like, Oh great. I love this idea. Here, I'll give you money to do it. Cause I'd like that to exist. I kind of think there's some truth to that. And I think it's easier to say things aren't fucking fair. Uh, and like, are they arbitrary and whatever? Cause I do it all the time. than it is to go like, well, but how good was your vision? Like how clear was it and how good were you communicating it to other people? You know what I mean? Like saying this is exactly what I would do if I had the chance. This is the plan that I have. This is the business plan or whatever. This is like the, the outline of the book. This is the script for the movie I want to make. Like this is, this is what it is. And then getting the resources necessary to do that. Like getting somebody like on board to help with that or people or organizations or grants or like whatever. And I just think that idea of money follows vision has that like, kind of like spiritual and mental implications too that like resources follow vision the ability to do a thing inherently follows like the seeing of oneself doing it and I think that's why resolutions have some fucking significance okay like bringing it all same circle is like you're just setting a vision a belief that it's possible and I think it's scary to even whisper sometimes those things because you're worried that when you whisper them you give them body and that means they'll like maybe blow away in the wind or ignite or like laugh at you or do something fucked up. But fuck all that. You're going to be brave. We're going to be brave this year. And we're going to say, we're going to manifest our fucking things. We're going to say what we want. We're going to make a resolution. we are going to make it fucking happen. We're going to like actually enjoy being in our fucking lives. You know what I mean? Love this good, bad brain. That's what I'm saying. It's not an illness. It's a disorder, you know? <laughs> or wild well, Kanye, it's not an illness. It's my superpower. <laughs> Uh, I really do think that we can, like, we're allowed to be happy. We're allowed to feel good in our lives. And, uh, you know, in the words of Fiona Apple, we can have anything we want. I think and that's why I was going, and then we can have anything we want. I'm just going to leave the and then part, because fuck the and then. We just, say there it is. We can have anything we want. Big mood, 2019. All right. Lots of love. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this edition of My Good Bad Brain from The Road. And uh, I'll be back in L.A. next week with a full-on interview episode. So be well, my friends. Self-care. Hydrate. Happy New Year. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer.